Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stronger, Healthier, and Happier, the official podcast of Hill Family Chiropractic. I am here with Dr. Jared Hill. Hello. Chiropractor, CEO, all of those things. I hope you had a great uh, Valentine's Day. We're going to talk today about heart health. Yes. How does chiropractic fitness and nutrition impact the health of our heart, and how does that impact our overall health? So are you ready, Dr. Hill? Let's do it. Let's go. Go. And welcome back to Stronger, Healthier, and Happier. Again, I'm Michael. With me is Dr. Hill, CEO, chiropractor, owner of Hill Family Chiropractic. Today, we're going to, like I said, talk about heart health um, because it was Valentine's Day this week. Yeah. I hope everybody had a good Feels... Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, I had a good one. And what about you? you? I did. Did you do anything special? Well, on the day, um, is special. Just I got to cook dinner for my That's family and stuff awesome. like that. But What'd you cook? Uh, steak and veggies. Mmm. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, steak, chicken, and veggies. We didn't have enough steak, so we added some chicken. In gotcha. There, you know. That's good. And then, uh, but really the main thing, I guess, over the weekend, Carolyn and I, my wife, uh, just in case if you don't know Carolyn, you know, yeah. my wife and I got away over the weekend, <laughs> uh, a getaway of the two of us and had a, a spa day and it was good. It was fun. It was that good. is fun. I love that. Cool. Yeah. We did one of our favorite things to do. What's we that? sat in our bed, Valentine's night. We watched British murder mysteries. Cool. And ate food. Nice, nice. Yeah, ate and our, our kids left us alone. Healthy food or the, a break from that? Uh, it was healthy. It was rice with some protein and vegetables. Oh, nice. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't anything crazy. No, I cooked it. So, you nice. know, I cook most of the time. And what's fun for us is Valentine's Day is the anniversary of me proposing to her every year. Wow, I didn't so, know that. So, yeah, I proposed on Valentine's Day 2006. So That's cool. Uh, this 17 years ago, I proposed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seems like extra special right there. I'm That's too cool. young for that to be the truth, but it is true. That's so cool. yeah, it was a, uh, it's cool. We, um, we had fun. We always enjoy the, and that's our thing too. It's like, we don't have to go out and do something super fancy. Right. We just do some of our favorite stuff. And with four kids that's, in the house, anytime you're just the two of you for a long length of time, it feels like a romantic getaway. You know? <laughs> right. So, you bet. Yeah. It's good. So anyway. Something else too, kind of just to touch base is, uh, we had just a big week this week because yeah. we had three birthdays of our team. That's and we, right. we always, every, every time we have birthdays, we get together and have like a meal here at the office yeah. and then we'll, we'll like speak a blessing into whoever's birthday, mm-hmm. kind of like make them feel uncomfortable. And yeah. there's, there's usually yeah. some crying going on, but we had three of them. Um, actually, one of them on Valentine's, uh, Dr. Yeah. Matt, his birthday. His so birthday was on, his own Valentine's On Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, and then cool. Do- Dr. Joe was the two days before that. Yep. And then Amanda... Tomorrow. So yeah. uh, what, what day is that? That's Friday. The, Tomorrow is the... 16th? 15th. No. Okay. 17th today's the 17th, 17th. okay yeah. so <laughs> so anyway that was fun too that was good I yeah like that. yeah it was a special week for that and we came off a big weekend of everybody working through the weekend for some stuff too so right it's been fun and um and you know what it's been good for the heart right all this it time is, oh, we yeah. spend it's together good. Good. speaking good things about each other for, for people's birthday and uh we kind of talked a little bit about how healthy that is for people last yeah, we episode. did. The social so health. If you, ha- if you missed that. And emotional health. We've already had some feedback of some yeah. patients and some people kind of talking about how much that uh, blessed them. It was good for them. So yeah, that's good. that's good. Some good reminders that so, you need people. You need community. So today you're talking about heart health. Uh, yeah. I, I think to start off, um, heart, heart disease and heart health and all that is such an interesting topic in the United States, especially because it is such, a, such an issue in our country, people's heart. And it 
stems from a lot of different reasons. Um, I actually did some some research. I did some research. I noticed this time. that, that I'm not good. the doctor, but I did some research. <clears throat> I asked great. I asked some artificial intelligence, which uh, <laughs> his research. It's it's basically don't get me started, but it's it's basically Google 3.0. It's like going to be way better than asking <laughs> Google now. But uh, I asked about uh, some certain facts about heart health in the United States. I got three facts. One of them is that heart disease is the leading cause of death in mm-hmm. men and women in the United States. Heart disease the leading cause of death. I used to, I thought it was like motor vehicle accidents. (laughs) I did. I really did. Cause I've always heard that it's such a big deal and stuff, but it's actually heart disease. The second fact is that about 610,000 people die in the U S from heart disease every year. 610,000 people a year Mm. die from heart disease. That sounds like an epidemic. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. lot. And uh, last one, too many coronary heart disease alone costs the U.S. over $108 billion in healthcare services, medications, and lost productivity a year. $108 billion lost in the American economy to heart disease, which is quite you know, a bit. That's really sad. And you think about, uh, you know, that's just, as you listening, and you already probably know, this is a major problem, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we want to make sure to just take an episode and talk about it because, yeah. When I look at that, it just really saddens me because just thinking about how many people um, that could have potentially prevented that, right? Yeah. And then the the dollars, the lives, all the things. So, um, the one of the saddest things though is a lot of people feel like there's nothing they can do because they think it's genetics, yeah. right? And uh, we've kind of talked about some of that in some of our past episodes, but there are pre, uh, you know genetic predispositions that people can have that can lead them at a higher risk for heart issues, cardiovascular disease, and so forth. But uh, fortunately, through our lifestyle has been uh, proven to show that we can dramatically decrease that and have major impacts on that and, um, and reverse, literally reverse cardiovascular disease, right? So- yeah. That's really what we want to talk about is um, if you're in a place where you want to uh, prevent it or reverse it uh, is just a couple uh, nuggets and things that, to be yeah. aware of to make sure that you're in a category that, that can get some control over that, hopefully. Yeah, that's good. And I know personally, I kind of my father has had heart surgery. My great grandfather died from heart, heart mm. disease. And uh, that was one of the first things that I started that I that I did whenever I, w- I actually went to Texas to spend a day, a few days with my dad, getting him transitioned back to home after his heart surgery. And I remember thinking a lot, like I got to do, I got to figure out what I can do to take care of my heart uh, mm-hmm. after this. Cause I don't want to have to go through what he's going through right now, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I think, I think a lot of us just automatically get that our starting, we feel like our starting line is way back here because of genetics, but that doesn't mean we can't still run the race, you know, and do something about it. So for, um, sure, for sure. So yeah. What are, what are some of the, um, what are some of the causes or things that that habits in our lives that contribute to this heart disease besides genetics? Some, you know. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, just because for a time sink, we're not going to dive down too deep sure. in certain areas, but just well, like most people realize, and because it's, I think that if you're alive and you've seen <laughs> most yeah. things, yeah. you know, we know that exercise has an impact. We know what we eat has an impact. We know we, how we think has an impact. You know, the stress levels that we're under has an impact on our cardiovascular system, right. our heart. Um, so it's, uh, those are our major elements. So I think that one thing, though, when it comes to um, 
the the exercise component. Everybody knows they need to exercise. But one of them, uh, I think that some people, they are really focused on cardio because you think about right. heart right. and cardio. And yes, that that's very good and very healthy for your heart. And But if you want your heart to be very adaptive to different types of stresses and environments, then it's good to not only do cardio, but to do some interval training, some strength training. Gotcha. Your heart is a muscle. Mm-hmm. So just like any muscle in the body, we want it to be very adaptive uh, to different things. So if we only do certain movements with our body and then we go to lift this couch and it's not used to that, oh, all of a sudden you can pull a muscle or get hurt, mm-hmm. right? So our heart, if we're only doing certain things, then your body's gonna be only adaptive to us in a certain way. So thinking about it uh, physiologically, it is a muscle and we wanna train it to be as adaptive and as resilient as possible. So not only doing some cardio uh, or some endurance type training, but yeah but you can be doing um, some strength, resistance, and band-type training. You can do interval, uh, where it kind of has the highs and lows and different body parts. And But all those are super good to uh, for the overall health of the heart. Got it. And so the kind of a holistic approach to fitness is, prob- is better than <clears throat> focusing on one thing. Yeah, I mean, you're saying. But even if, just as a starting point, some people are at a point like, I just need it, what's my next step? And that might be just, Mm-hmm. moving right mm-hmm. just just getting yeah. off the couch or out of the chair or out of the desk whatever your work environment is and just start getting some steps right try to shoot for 10,000 steps a day uh, you know like start getting um your body moving is gonna be a good start but yeah. what we're talking about there's levels of that and um if you need to have questions where well, we can always get into that but yeah. but movement is necessary because if you're not moving you're not working your heart how is your heart if it's weak, if I don't use my arm and I very, very uh, hardly ever use it, it's going to atrophy, right? It's going right. to get weaker. And so how do we expect for that heart to have enough strength and power and adaptability to push the blood that has provides all of the nutrients to all of our cells, all the oxygen running through, through my body that's necessary to function, to, yeah. to fight off disease, to cancer, to, uh, to just... Uh, recover and and live life right so yeah. if we're not using it enough not getting our heart rate up and enough and we're not then it's going to be weaker right so i mean just right. just a simple concept but we just got to get some people are looking for the magic pill or a certain movement that um and we got to just kind of start thinking about how are we designed and created got it that's great and, and i know we've had a lot of we've had actually quite a few requests for us to focus in on fitness at different levels so we probably probably should put together an episode that really okay. focuses more on fitness. Yeah, we can talk yeah, about that sure. and do that in the future. So I'm probably going to promise right now that's going to happen. Cool. Because we have had some requests from listeners. Uh, also, uh, I, I wanted to look at uh, nutrition as well. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about, you know, first of all, I, I think like you said, most people know some things that like fried foods aren't good for your heart and certain right. things that just aren't good for your heart. What's healthy, what's not healthy. That's really not a secret. But, but what about things that are beneficial for your heart? Things that you can whether it's nutrition, we think first of all eating, but there's also supplementation, right? Things you sure, can take, yeah. supplements and things. What are those things that benefit our heart uh, even more than just, you know, not eating bad things, but also focusing on some good quality things to eat and supplements to take? Yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, in in general, as we know, that organic, fresh fruits, vegetables, uh, all that's going to be really good for your overall whole body, your health, your heart as well. But a good, clean protein sources, especially like like if it's free range chicken without the antibiotics, all that yeah. stuff. If it's going to be 
uh, a meat source. It, it's grass-fed rather than corn-fed because then that's going to be high in the omega-6, which is a pro-inflammatory. The omega-3 is going to be anti-inflammatory, which inflammation is one of the root causes of cardiovascular disease and, yeah. and, and uh, your arteries clogging up from different toxins, from different fats, from different stresses, from different additives in foods. So if we can hone in and focus on clean foods of providing the, uh, a wide variety of nutrients, right, from different fruits and vegetables, some good clean sources of meat, um, you know, nuts and seeds can, are going to have some good fats. So you want to also, when, you, when you're thinking about fat, is actually a really important for the cardiovascular system as well, having mm. enough good fat. A good fat, what I mean is uh, going to be uh, like your uh, avocados, right? Avocado, oh. avocado oil, olive oil or olives, coconuts, coconut oil um, uh, are just, just to name a few, one of the ones you want to stay away from that are, are harmful to the, the arteries and to the heart are your canola oil and your, your peanut oils and your, um, uh, like a lot of, when you go to the restaurant, most of the fried stuff, right. Yeah. Or even just a lot of the oils that it's, the food is cooked in, even if it's not fried, uh, most of those are going to be bad oils and harmful, um, that increases inflammation in your, your, uh, all of your cardiovascular system. So getting cleaner, right, and, right. and focusing in and trying to eat uh, more things that increase the omega-3. So that leads me to one of the supplements is omega-3 fatty acids. Most people, um, they have too much omega-6 in our regular diet. So we need to supplement with a fish oil, a cod liver oil, krill oil, a really good clean source because without going down a rabbit trail, supplements are not created equal and there's not a yeah. real good regulation on those. So you want to make sure they're good pharmaceutical grade that they've done third-party testing to make sure to get all the pres the preservatives, but also additives and then even toxins. Some, 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 um, grades of oil are, are not near as good as others, right? It can right. be harmful for your body. So that's just one example, but, um, and then some of the basic nutrients and, and supplements that you can do, uh, that most people hopefully get from their diet are like your vitamin C and your D are critical, your, your B vitamins, you know, your, your folate. Uh, I mean, like these are all a lot of the basics that most people I think are aware of, but a couple that if someone has some cardiovascular issues that I would really strongly look into, um, it, I would say three top, top three, one of them we already mentioned, it'd be the mega threes. Are they getting enough of that? Number two would be CoQ10. And okay. number three would be L-arginine. And here's the reason why the CoQ10 is, um, it feeds the, the, the mitochondria, which is the powerhouse of our cell, which you think about a muscle, we want to have it to generate power and the energy, the energy of the cell and a lot of different things and toxins. And one big one is statins decrease CoQ10 in the body, which can cause a multitude of things. So actually the good thing is I'm not a real super big fan of a lot of medications, but they are at least starting to uh, pair CoQ10 with yeah. with them because they've shown how many people are having major side effects from it. But CoQ10 in general, um, supplementing with that can also help with your uh, cardiovascular system too, like your blood vessels right? okay. to help decrease placking and stuff like that. So that leads me to L-arginine, which is a really good supplement that uh, a lot of people don't get enough of in their diet, which is helps to dilate the blood vessels, it helps increase circulation, and also has been shown to decrease placking in the arteries as well, which mm -hmm. al allows the heart to work better, the cardiovascular system to push the, the oxygen through our, our system better, the nutrients, and so forth. 
But um, yeah, so the I'd say three of the ones that um, outside of the basics would be omega three, L arginine, and CoQ ten. So gotcha. just something to look at you if you happen to have cardiovascular issues, getting a, a um, high quality product there. So a uh, little a little uh, tidbit for you. Yeah, and you mentioned making sure that they're third party tested and some of those things. Right. We use uh, in our office. We use Thorn. Thorn is a big one, yeah. Which is a company. I know Standard Process is another company. Mm-hmm. Orthomolecular. Orthomolecular is another good one. So there's several companies that they have, uh, they're very transparent on their testing and how they do things that lets you know that you're not getting something that is, uh, that is not what it says it is. Yeah. I mean, we're just not going to get the nutrients we need in our diet. uh, Even if you have the perfectly clean diet, because the foods are just not created as nutrient dense as they were at one time. So you uh, really to optimally function, we uh, really want to be supplementing with some high powered nutrients. You just want to make sure you're spending the money and the time you're putting stuff into your body. You want to make sure it's good quality and not something that's doing harm or not doing anything. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So that leads me to the last question, uh-huh. and the one that's not going to be a surprise to anybody, but uh, chiropractic can help with our heart health. In right. what way does chiropractic help with heart health? That's a good question. I would actually debate and say that that probably is a surprise for a lot of people, meaning that what well, I mean. not a surprise that I asked the question. Right. Yes. <laughs> meaning that <laughs> that is the, uh, a lot of people, they have no idea how much yeah. chiropractic can help uh, the, the heart health and cardiovascular system and so forth. I mean, there's... There's uh, multiple uh, research articles. I was going to just pull up one just to kind of give you an idea, and it talks a lot about the vagus nerve. So if you mm. know much about neurology, you're, you're going to know about the vagus nerve because it is a critical nerve that runs from the, the brain stem, and it runs through the upper cervical spine and then branches out through to control um, and re- help regulate our autonomic portion of the nervous system. The autonomic portion is like our organs and glands, which mm-hmm. would mean – not only cardiovascular system, but respiratory system, our digestive system, our hormones, you name it. I mean, it has an impact on how our body is adapting and dealing with life and stress. Yeah. And so, um, so our, our vagus nerve is greatly impacted by chiropractic. And um, one reason why, I just told you, it, it runs through the upper cervical part of our spine. Right? Sure, yeah. So if there's anything going on with that part of the spine, it can dramatically decrease the functionality of the vagus nerve. Mm. And um, and that's exactly what this research study says here in, um, looking it up, a Journal of Clinical Medicine in October 2018, just talking about how the vagus nerve, how important that is to our overall health. And the way you can test the vagus nerve to see how it's functioning is uh, by heart rate variability. Oh, okay. And, you know... The test we do in our office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, one of the reasons why we take a look at the heart rate variability is because it's a longevity mm-hmm. test, right? To see with the direction someone's going, their overall health, the risks, and what how their lifestyle and different stresses they're undergoing, how their body's dealing and adapting to that kind of stress. So measuring heart rate variability has been really big on helping us to understand not just from a chiropractic because it's been shown that chiropractic uh, has been proven that it increases the function of our vagus nerve because yeah. it improves the heart rate variability. There's a direct impact with that. And, but it's, it's a big thing to kind of help look at the overall lifestyle of an individual too, and the direction they're heading. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I love that tool to assess how that's people great. are dealing with stress. Yeah. And it makes sense to me, any of those nerves. Also, I'm, I'm curious if they named that Virg, 
nerve because what happens in the vagus nerve stays in the vagus nerve is that <laughs> not sorry yeah they may not yeah, i got the dad haircut now the dad jokes have to go too. <laughs> but i like it yeah uh anyway so uh so yeah that's really really helpful and and i uh, we talked we've talked many times and if you listen to the better results faster episodes of this podcast you heard how we we've are the whole reason what we do is based more on on overall health is because Every function in your body runs through the spinal cord, which runs through your spine, and which is why chiropractic can help everything. And it makes total sense that th- that vital nerve, your your vagus nerve, would also be going, be communicating through that same system. And so, uh, so yeah, I think it's it's really helpful to to understand that there are. We talk about the three legged stool in our office a lot, right? We talk about breaking bad habits, getting chiropractic care, and starting good habits. And mm-hmm. I think heart health is no different. It's the same. That That's another element uh, that requires that three-legged stool. Right. So we go back to how we think, right? Yeah. How we move and what we put in our body. And uh, if we can, again, go back to managing and you looking at your own health and saying, is there is there an area there that I'm weaker in and that I should I should focus on, right? Yeah. Um, from the chiropractic standpoint, I think, too, just to point out, a lot of uh, the medical profession, you know, they've learned the, the anatomy and the vagus nerve and how that uh, comes off of the brainstem. So they're not even really thinking so much about what does chiropractic have to do with that. It's yeah. from the brainstem up higher, but it actually travels from that through the upper cervical spine, and then that's where that is impacted. And um, but what's there's multiple studies like the one we just shared with you that that, that uh, show the benefit. And on top of that, when it comes to just like blood pressure and heart rate, low blood pressure, high blood pressure, there are multiple studies that talk about um, how not only blood pressure uh, that chiropractic can help lower blood pressure, um, but it can also increase blood pressure. And the reason something interesting, like, oh, well, what, what's going to happen? Because we're not the one controlling whether it increases or decreasing. We're just restoring function of the spine to take the pressure off of the nerve so the body, like the vagus nerve, can just do what it's supposed to do. Right. We don't have the intelligence to dial it in and dial it and increase it or decrease it. We're just removing interference so that way the body can actually perform and function the way it's designed and created. And that's the whole thing with chiropractic. And that's why we are not treating any heart condition in our office. We're not uh, cardiovascular disease, digestive problems, hormone issues. It's just about removing interferences that are uh, that are not allowing the body to fully express itself, and that one big area is our spine. Sometimes toxins and other things we're doing to the body, and then making sure we're supplying it what it needs to thrive, whether yeah. it's our mind, what we put in it, how we move. That's great. That's awesome, and I think it's great advice to leave the episode on. And uh, I just want to remind everybody that you can email us if you have any questions about any of this, or you want to hear any more in depth a topic on any of these things. Uh, you can email us at info at hillfamilychiropractic.com. Info at hillfamilychiropractic.com, and we'll talk about it on the show and respond to your email. You know, you can also leave reviews for the podcast on anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you leave a review, we're we're gonna be doing a podcast review contest that's right a feedback contest so either way email us leave a review comment on facebook on youtube whatever whatever we see you're going to be entered in to win a gift card that you can spend any on amazon or well it's a visa gift card so you can spend it anywhere pretty much and, and win one of our shirts and you can our, our shirts as well anniversary shirts that's yeah. right cool. so uh yeah you'll you'll win some prizes if you leave leave a review and uh send us some feedback either way 
So again, that's info at hillfamilychiropractic.com and then anywhere you watch this video or listen to this podcast. Yep. So thanks again. Thank you, Dr. Hill, for your time today. Thank you. Appreciate and, it. And uh, we will see everybody next time on Stronger, Healthier, and Happier. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.